AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone. Anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm, in the order it was received. Please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. 
And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel It's episode 47, season 10 of the Fighting Cop podcast. Today I'm joined on the line by Billy. How you doing, mate? Hello, mate. Very good, thank you. Very good. Yeah, we, we all, we're all fucking good, right? We're all really good. Buzzing at the moment. Absolutely on top of the world, isn't it? Feels like one of them wins yesterday. It just keeps you, keeps you going for the rest of the week, doesn't it? It weren't just one of those wins. It was a special win because we absolutely pushed their guts in. Fucking brilliant, mate. And I think, it, obviously, I'm sure we'll go into more detail later, but it's just something special about seeing Bale and Kane like that, isn't it? Oh, it's something so special. Unreal. Un- absolutely unreal. We've got Flonies Fields joining us in a bit. He's running a little bit late. But, you know, the, the fighting cock must roll on. And uh, Flonius Filth will be joining us very shortly. I want to welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Fighting Cock in association with William Hill, the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Um, Billy, but before we go into the, the crux of the pod, what, what, like, are you, are we, are we believing? Are we are we believing in in everything that's happening right now? I think it could be back on. You know, I think you know we were a, we were a real sort of stale period uh, about a month ago, and the integration of Bale and Bale's current form makes you sort of believe anything is possible. Like City was looking like an impossible game, you know, twenty one wins in a row, or whatever. But with Gareth Bale in the form that he's in at the moment, anything is possible. I truly believe that, um, and I think the opposition players will be thinking that as well. When you've got Bale in this kind of form. You know, he's going to really get in the minds of all the opposition. So I do really believe that with Bale, anything is possible at the moment. Um, I think top four, it's a long way off, but who knows? If we but keep winning, it, who knows? It's not, it ain't a long way off. It's two points off. Like we're, 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 we're two points behind the fourth place position uh, on, on the same games played. Like, and I've been, I've been saying this since since about the Palace game that we drew 1-1. All it's really taken us to do is go on a run of like five, six wins in a row to get truly up there. And we haven't done it all season. But now we've got three on the bounce now, whatever it is. We're finally putting a run together. And this season's so weird. All it really takes is a run of five, six wins. And you're right up there. You know, West Ham did the same. They're, they, they're in the top four. Um, you just got to put a run together. And we look finally capable of doing that. Billy, we've scored 100 goals this season so far. 100 Crazy, goals. Mad. Boring Mad. Jose. Boring Mourinho, isn't it? And, and, and the, the, the reality of that conversation is that it has been boring for large parts. It really <laughs> has. But, but the, the, the reality is that we've scored 100 goals this season. Only Bayern Munich in the top five divisions in Europe have scored more. They've got, they, they got 106 and they scored four at the weekend. Only, only it, Bayern Munich have scored more goals than Tottenham Hotspur in this Premier League season. And what did you make of, of um, Jose Mourinho's comments after... After the game, because they 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 mentioned that, and 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 Jose Mourinho mentioned the fact that we'd scored hundred 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 goals, and he was also saying that for a boring club that plays very 
progressive, boring football. That is some achievement. Is what, what? What's the reality here? Are we a boring club? Or do we play boring football, or are we a club that scores a hundred goals before you know? There's there's sort of just over uh, just under a quarter of the season left to play. I think it's weird. I think our season has been kind of defined by different periods. Like we had a at the start of the season, we came out of the blocks. We we were scoring four or five goals. Uh, I think there was one week where we we beat Southampton. We scored six against Man United, and we thrashed someone in the Europa in that same week. Um, I think we've had periods of the season where we've gone like that, and it really clicks for our front players. And Kane and Son have been on fire. But then we've had such long periods where we've been scoring one goal, sitting back, and then you know drawing one one. We had a whole month or two months of scoring one goal a game, drawing one one. It's really weird. And now we seem to be back in that back in that zone again, where we're scoring three, four goals every game, and it's brilliant. Um, I think it's a weird situation because you can you can think that you know why don't we play like this all season? But is that possible for a squad to do that? Of you know throughout the whole season, and is Mourinho just timing it right now? He's let the shackles off. Um, it's the business end of the season, and has he played it to perfection? Are we going to see this, you know, this goal-scoring form carry us to something decent, like a top four or a trophy? Um, so it's a difficult one because you, you might think, look back and think, why on earth haven't we played like this all season? But is that possible? Are you, you know, is that possible for a squad of our size? Is that possible to do? Who knows? Felonious motherfucking filth is in the house. What's up? What's up? Late <laughs> again. Not good. Yeah, Sorry, listeners. Not good. Not good at all. But doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, T, what, what do you make of this scoring a hundred goals? In this season, a hundred goals. Like, I, I, so, so whenever I see something like that, I, I go back to the old type of uh, of following Spurs, where we were, you know, fifteen years ago, where having a, a striker who could score twenty goals in a season was magical. Having a team that can score a hundred goals in the season, like I say, well before the season ends, is fantastic. It is is like, are we being too? Um, critical of Jose Mourinho and his defensive tactics. The fact that we have scored that many goals, even though we have played teams like Marine and we're in the Europa League, but there is credit to be given, right? Oh, of course. I think um, over the last month, I think maybe since the Chelsea game, we've not really been boring at all. Um, that run started off with beating West Brom 2 0 and the 5 4 loss to Everton. So we've been scoring. Fairly freely most of the season. It's still, it's still something to you know hang your hat on that we're not completely dull and you know. I mean, even in last night's game when we when it was one all, we thought bloody hell, where's the next goal going to come from? And we ended up banging in three more. But no, hundred goals is still an achievement. It's still something that Marino can crow about. So fair play to him. No, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, did it? Did it, did, did Billy when, when when that hit that like magnificent headed goal went in from them lot. Um, did you fear the worst or did you feel like I felt was that this is a game that we're in control of? They they scored in the break. They, they, they you know, they scored a great goal, but they, can they compete with us over 90 minutes? I felt like I they had, couldn't. I actually feel like um, it was actually perfect time to, to concede for us because what's been happening a lot of the, you know, the last few months, we go in the halftime, one nil up, we come out the second half, we sit back, we invite pressure on for 20 minutes. They score at the sort of 70, 80 minute mark, 1-1. One, one, and then we don't have enough time to go and get the winner. That's happened to us, you know, a fair few times over the season. But conceding just before half time when we were total domination of the game before, I think, um, actually worked out perfect because we came out flying in the second half and we knew that, you know, we had 45 minutes to go and get a winner. Um, so I actually think conceding at that time worked out perfectly for us, to be honest. 
No, I agree. I agree. Um, before we go on to, to you know, further dig, del, dig, dig deep into um, the, the game last night against Palace, uh, we've got to bring on the two contestants for the world's most difficult Tottenham Hotspur quiz. And it is really difficult. T, last, uh, last week after, after the pod was published, you said, I don't want any of that heat because you thought that, you know, it was a, it was a difficult quiz. Is that, is that fair to say, T? Yeah, I don't want that smoke at all, man. Leo's done a sterling job of this quiz. It's fucking tough. It's Fair really hard. It's, it's so fucking yeah, it hard. really is. I'm looking at the questions thinking, oh my God, I'm barely getting anything here. If, yeah, if, you, have, tough. if you haven't been listening to the podcast in recent weeks, we've been running this thing called the uh, the World's Hardest Tottenham Hotspur Quiz. Our good friend Leo has been putting together this quiz. And uh, we had uh, James Regal, who was on a run of like five quiz, uh, five episodes on the bounce where he won. And Connor Suckling, the suckling pig, he came in. Boys, unmute yourself. Uh, he came in and uh, he was, um, no, he's, he's done a great job. He's done a great job. Last week, we asked for people who wanted to be a part of the quiz to send in their worst insults to Connor. So how do you feel about Connor? What's the worst part of him? Why do you hate him? And there's only one person that sent anything in that was worth reading. Connor, are you hearing this? I am, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing it, yeah. Yeah, so Mr. Gear, he says, I don't want to take him on in a quiz, but Connor is a dim-witted fuck monkey and sounds like sounds like a genuine nonce. Not the shark kind, the child-murdering kind. Cunt. <laughs> Those uh, accusations have never been proven, Flav, so I, I refuse to comment. That's honestly the worst thing I've ever read out ever in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but he didn't want to challenge you. He, did, he, he weren't up for it. He, uh, oh, this isn't this isn't the bloke that's that's on tonight, no. No, 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 no. Ben, Ben, oh, you, right. you, hello, mate. How you doing, Ben? Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, good. Uh, you'd never say anything like that to Ben uh, to Connor, would you? Nah, mate. He's a bit bland. He's a bit Ben Davis, isn't he? So he can't really can't really <laughs> say anything. Too horrible, Ben. Connor Suckling right. is Ben Davis of the quiz world. Reliable, but just no spark. All right, well, well, we'll see. We'll see. We've got a quiz <laughs> at the end of this podcast that is about a very important game that's happening this week. So if you're going to open Google, do it right now. <laughs> I just, I, I genuinely think like I, I rate Connor. I rate his ability to quiz, but I do think that he's he's got the Googles up and he's in, in his gubbins. Yeah, uh, like I said, I listened to the preview pod this week and I, and as good as it was, and it was good, I, I liked it. I didn't appreciate those accusations at the time. And I thank John Bass, actually, for fighting my corner. Uh, the preview pod is something you can listen to if you become a patron of the Fighting Cock. If you want to be a part of the Fighting, uh, fight, uh, the fighting Cock 30%, then you can do so by just checking the URL, patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, dot com forward slash the Fighting Cock. All right, boys. Um, so we're going to come back to you very shortly in about half hour. Uh, we're going to do the quiz. Can Ben, you know, unsuckle the the <laughs> the pig that is Connor? <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's talk. Let's talk some more, more Spurs. Um, Mark Lynch. He says, "How much did Flav put on the Gareth Powell to get more than ten goals odds?" that he read out the other day and what he's going to spend the winnings on. Uh, so this is about, um, we, we, we spoke to William Hill and said, like after the, I think it was after the Man City game, like 
how, what 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 odds would you give us for a forty to one? Uh, sorry, what odds would you give us on Gareth Bale scoring uh, ten goals that season? And they came back with forty to one because he only scored one at the time. That the headed Br- Brighton goal, and no one did it. <laughs> no one did it. I I didn't do it because I didn't actually believe it. Why would I believe it? But um, you know, lo and behold, it would have been a fantastic bet. Billy, what what do you make of um, what Gareth Bale's done in the last five games? Do you see him in the same light that we saw him back in 2012-13? I think um, he's he's a bit of a different player to what we saw in 2013-14, but he is influencing games just as much. Like I think when he signed, that day he signed was such a buzzing day for all of us. And the the kind of thing that is happening now is what we all sort of dreamed about, I think, you know, going into games, winning games for us, scoring loads of goals. Um, I think there's something really, really special about seeing him link up with Harry Kane. I think it's like having two iconic players from two different generations of Tottenham link up in that way and sort of score and assist and shit loads of goals together, I think is incredible. Um, I don't think he's the same sort of pacey player that he was back in 2013-14, but he's still influencing games just as much. And like, it's like a dream come true again. You don't really get a second chance to witness something like that. But at the moment, we're starting to see it, you know, a, a second a second reemergence of Gareth Bale. It's just, it's a dream come true, I think, for any Spurs fan. Yeah, but like, like I think we all, we'd all given up on him a little bit. Like we had, oh, we had... totally, mate, totally. You know, like you mentioned, after that, um, the, you know, around Christmas period, he was playing a couple of Europa games. He wasn't scoring. He wasn't taking any men on. And um, I actually think it's like the kick up the arse from Jose. when he, I think I can't remember what game it was, but he came out and sort of slated Gareth a bit. And since then, he's been the absolute bollock. So he sort of reacted well to Jose's, you know, sort of mind games that work on some players, don't work on others. But it seems to work well on Gareth Bale. Are you are you pro top knot or double top knot? Are you, are you, mate, you... I, I'm pro whatever he wants to do. Whatever he puts on that head is fucking beautiful, mate. If he walked into the bedroom of uh, of the um, you know the room where me and my missus rule, and he walked in with a double top knot after scoring a brace against Arsenal at the weekend, I'd say, crack on, crack on, mate, crack on. Absolutely. Treat me like one of your golf balls, Gareth. Fucking hell. Yes, yeah, sm- <laughs> smash the shit out of me. <laughs> T, what, what, what do you? How, how important is Gareth Bale now? Mate, I'm anxious as fuck, man, because, you know, our season hinges on him. And I never thought I'd say that. I mean, obviously, Bell's, sorry, obviously Kane's doing bits and Son's like a chance creator now. But I think Bell is just, just has an X factor. And, you know, as Billy said, he doesn't have the explosive, he's like taking players on as much as he did before. But he just, I think the way he knows his body, and it's almost like he plays within himself when he's playing. It's like... um he just knows when to run, when not to run. And, you know, the board is just spraying around. It's just, it's beautiful to witness. And if we can keep him fit, then anything's possible this season. I love Apart him. from overtaking City. Boys, I love him. I love him. I love him so much. I'm so glad he's back. I'm so, uh, and, and like going back to the, the, the most important thing or, or the most, the, the thing that was uttered from Tottenham Hotspur and through Jose Mourinho was when he, he said, that there is no manager in the world that wouldn't pick him if he's playing as well as he is right now. If he can maintain that, then literally the world is our oyster. And there is a frustration if you think, like, I don't know, 15 games ago, like Christmas time, where things were going really badly for Spurs. We we were playing terrible football and we needed some some person to stand up, like some sort of Superman to come into the team 
and 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 do well for us and and change our fortunes. That that's what it feels like for that Gareth Bale has come in. That you know all the shit we used to we talked about when he signed with Son, Kane, and Bale. It was like that. This is it. We we we're gonna we could potentially win the league this year. Bale wasn't ready. Clearly wasn't ready. Hasn't been ready for months. Now years. Now we can start to dream. I think a little bit. I just, I don't want to see, I don't want to watch a football team, a, a Tottenham Hotspur football team that doesn't include Gareth Bale right now. I, I just don't, Billy. And I think it's massive as well that he started, was he started the last three Premier League games in a row now? Um, yeah. Because the way that we, we were managing before, he was, he was, I think he, it took him a long time to get to get some Premier League minutes and it took him an even longer time to get a Premier League start. And the fact that he's now played three Premier League games in a row is massive. And it looks like finally it's, it's all coming together at the right time. I think you can, we can look back with frustration at that time when he wasn't in the team and he wasn't scoring goals and he, he looks, you know, a shadow of him for himself. But it might just be that it's actually worked out perfectly. Like we might have timed it perfectly. You know, we kept it slow at the beginning. Mourinho wasn't using him as much. Um, and you can look back on that and think, you know, should we use him more in that period? Or you can look back at it and think that actually it's worked out perfectly because we've got a fit Gareth Bale, uh, informed Gareth Bale at the business end of the season. Um, and like T just said, anything is now possible, I think, to, to end the season on. I think uh, the other the other thing I wanted to quickly point out was that, you know, Son's quite a streaky player and Bell absolutely isn't. So it's just nice that you know, when the goals are dried up a little bit for Son, that Bell is just there to kind of pick up the slack. And also, it's kind of funny, just, you know, within 70 minutes, he wins a game for us and then comes off. It's nice. That, that uh, you know, we, we talk about the Harry Kane goal. The, you know, where he just, like, struck. It was, uh, Christian Eriksen scored a similar goal. Where and he, Bell against Man City. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, when Bell hit that goal, I let out a noise I didn't know that I could. And I was watching it, where it was me my missus who is into football like she she enjoyed the game and the boy who isn't really into football and I leapt up and screamed like a genuinely like a, like his sister his sister's 13 she screams in in a way that only I could scream when watching uh, Harry Kane score that goal it was wonderful but what I didn't realize when I was watching the replays today how good the build up was and that build-up has been missing for a long time. Wasn't there something like 23 passes in the build-up or something like that? I read. Is that right? Is I that think right? so, yeah. I think so. Something it, like that. Is Jose, is he the one? Is he the guy who's going to like give us the best opportunity? Do we stick with him? Or, Billy, do we, do we gamble in the summer and, and, and take Nogglesman if he wants to come? I think it depends what happens for the rest of the season. I think, you know, I, I, I personally believe if he doesn't win a trophy, he's probably gone in summer. Um, but I think the way that we're playing at the moment, we have a very good chance of winning the trophy, be that Europa League or the Carabao. Um, and, you know, to be honest, a few games back, I was thinking it's over. You know, I sort of fell out of love with Jose. We're playing such dire football, getting terrible results. It was looking like it was over, but he's he's integrated Delhi. He's integrated Bale. I think a huge difference that he's made is he's realised that, you know, our best centre-back is Toby Odovarad and he's played him three games in a row. Yeah. Um, and it seems to all be falling into place at the right time. And that's what Jose does traditionally, you know. He he knows how to make things work over a season. He knows how to win trophies. The business end of the season, this is where he comes alive. So if it keeps on going like this, I'd stick with him. Um, if we get that trophy at the end. Um, and I think the good thing about it is if he doesn't win a trophy... 
um, and he leaves. And we've got a decent manager who looks like he wants to come as well. So it's win-win for us, really. We either win a trophy with Jose and he stays, or we get a decent manager in uh, Nagelsmann, hopefully. So I think as Spurs fans, we're in a win-win situation, hopefully. Uh, we've got a question from Reese Owens. Uh, Owen, rather. Uh, I, I don't know what this means. And like, uh, we're uh, recording our own podcast. I'm not sure where this is going to go. But Billy, I know, the, I know the question you mean. Don't worry, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing bad. All right, can you ask him whether he knows the term thirty-five fifty? Basic. Me and my mates have got this betting group, and uh, my mate JKT put thirty-five pound fifty on a, on a, on a bet once, and it won. And since then, it's nothing much of a story, really. But since then, we literally put thirty-five pound fifty on every single bet every weekend, and it never ever fails. So if you want to, <laughs> if you want to, never fails. It never fails. Honestly, without fail. One of us will win a bet every weekend with £35.50. So my advice to any Tottenham fans this weekend, weekend if you want to put £35.50 on Tottenham to beat Arsenal, it will definitely win. That's my advice to you. Fair enough. T, I've got a question for you. Zach Shafiq, uh, Shafiq asks, uh, who done the Palace better, Kane or Megan? Oh, it's got to be Kane, but only just. Only just. Um, you know, the Palace are getting a bit of a kick in today after the... Megan and Harry interview, but I think Kane's destruction of um, Palace Hearts was was probably better. I mean, when it was um, when it was three one, Chris Coleman kept saying, "Yeah, Palace pulled back a goal here. They could be into this." And then you know, this came alive and got two late goals. And I thought, "Yeah, you know what? Kane just broke Hearts. He just knew what he needed to do." So, yeah, I'm going with Kane. T, um, back in the day, you said. We've got to give up the Lucas Mora. We've got to forget about the Lucas Mora project. Or, or, yeah, the experiment's or, over. Experiment. It, That's what it, I said. You so did say that, right? But he, as a number 10 in the last four or five games, along with the assurgence of Gareth Bale, Lucas Mora has been very decent as a number 10. Is, is that fair to say? Are you willing to sort of take a step back and relook at, uh, at Lucas Mora? Um, he did well. I wanted um, Lamella to start yesterday. I thought Lamella was in better form, but and Lucas Moore was culpable for the for the equaliser that Ben Teke got because he gave the ball away. But Jesus Christ, why uh, don't you just give him a break? No, but he's done well. He's done completely well. Um, it's egg in all of our faces. Sanchez is in a decent run of form. Again, Sanchez could have done better for the goal, but Sanchez had a good game. The last three games, he's actually been all right. But no, Lucas Moore, fair play to him. He's, I think... There's a lot said about elite footballers and footballers in the lower leagues, and a lot of it is often in the head. And Lucas Moore is someone whose head never ever drops, even when he's playing shit and McCain in him, he keeps going. And I think this is a good example of that. And I think Billy spoke about how Mourinho has managed a squad, and everyone's had a chance. I mean, Stephen Bergvine barely gets in the squad now. He was in the squad yesterday. He's done. And you know, he's done. He's done. That's the thing. You never know. You just never know. Because I thought Lucas was done. And now Lucas is getting picked every game and doing all right. So fair play to, fair play to Jose and fair play to Lucas for putting egg on my face. Fair play. I think yeah. Lucas is like, it's like the kid in school that you send in to distract the teacher while, while, the, while the mates are doing the real shit behind the teacher's back. It's like you, <laughs> the opposition are thinking about Kane, Bale and Son. Suddenly Lucas Moore has got the ball and they're thinking, shit, we need to tackle this guy. And suddenly he sucks in two defenders and Bale's sort of on, you know, in space on the right. I think he's that sort of distraction that no one really thinks about but gets the job done. The thing is with think- Lucas, Lucas Moore, he doesn't look like a number 10. Like, he doesn't play like a number 10. He, he, he's... His strongest attribute is to get the ball and carry 
and run and hopefully find another player that he very rarely does. It's not like Ericsson <laughs> or, 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 or De Bruyne. You know, that those are proper number 10s. But in this current system, with the three players around him in Kane, Bale and Son, uh, you know, being direct and just looking to destroy a team, Lucas Morris found himself in, in, in that situation. And, and so is um, Eric Lamella. And, and I, I genuinely, I'm surprised at this point in the season, we're talking about Eric Lamella and Lucas Morris, both players that can actually benefit Tottenham Hotspur. For, for real. When we to describe Lucas Moura there, he's like the five kilos of coke that Pablo Escobar would let get caught by the authorities. Then you've got like the 15 <laughs> kilos of coke, which is like Kane, Son and Bell. They're, they're the 15 kilos of coke that go through and, you know, get spread around America. You know, Lucas Moura gets caught by the feds. That's, that's exactly what it is. And um, the beauty of Lucas Moura being in the number 10 is that Kane is dropping deeper a lot less and he's, you know, more in the danger areas. So, yeah, it's, it's the win-win. We've got a question from Connor Gavin. He says, how much of a cunt is Soonis? Billy, have you got an issue with uh, Graham Soonis at all? I do. I think he's a, a complete wanker. I didn't actually see what he was... What was he saying after the game? I heard he, he was slating bail or something, wasn't he? Or something yeah, like that. going off the bail like he was like a, like a child that didn't want to do PE. That, that, that's, that, that was, uh, that, that's what it felt like. He, he just went after bail. Bail said, I'm 31. My body isn't, a, isn't like a 21-year-old. Soonest came back with Ronaldo would never say that. That that was fundamentally what it was. Yeah, I think uh, I absolutely hate him, to be honest. I think he's such a dinosaur, so outdated. I think there's so many better pundits around. I don't know how he's still getting the work. But I think with Bale, I think as soon as he, Bale goes into an interview of a top knot, he's got no chance of Soonest. Soonest will see that and want to kill him straight away. Like He's he got no time for a haircut like that, Soonest. <laughs> T, you've got anything to add? You hate Soonest, didn't you? I, I genuinely... I don't mind him generally, but he's just he's just been a bit of a tool. I mean, we'd won four one, and you wouldn't think so by the way he was talking. He was saying that you know, Bell took a lot of time to get going this season, and compared to Cristiano Ronaldo, who's like a freak of nature, generational player. I mean, that's a it's a ridiculous comparison. I don't think um, Bell started three games in a row for eighteen months. I might have that stat wrong. So, got to kind of praise him for getting back into contention. You know, it was a long season. I think the Wickham game was probably the first game where it looked like there were signs that Bell might be back. Yes, and yeah. And it's from that point, wasn't it? It was from yeah. that point. That was the catalyst, that game. He's had a journey. As soon as he's a bit like, well, why didn't you fucking do it from August, September? But he was wrecked from back then. So it's a bit insulting. And I think things like that are why people are kind of consuming alternative media a lot more, whether it be Arsenal Fan TV or, you know, fan channels and whatnot, because... Just hearing bollocks like they just get a bit disheartened by paying 50 quid a month for idiots like him to spout that. That's a frustration. Indeed it is. Um, where, where does Lo Celso fit into this lineup? Like, uh, Billy, what, what, like we've got a good player there coming back into the team, which is great for us. Uh, yeah, I feel... Huge, huge. Um, I think it's going to be another huge asset, which is, again, coming right at the, at the right time of the season. Um, I, I, to be honest, I thought Harry Winks had an all right game yesterday, but I think if Lacelso was fit, I think he would have started in that same role. Um, and he offers a little bit more of a goal threat than Winks. But I think one of the good things at the beginning of the season is when Undombele was playing, um, 
and we were doing that sort of subbing him off for 60 minutes for Lo Celso. It really, we were having such a good upturn in the second half because we were replacing Undombele with another player who's so as creative um, and can also score goals as well. So I think it's going to be huge for us. I do think he'll get plenty of plenty of games, um, whether it's you know alongside Hoybier in the middle like Winks was yesterday. I do think if Lo Celso was fit yesterday, he'd have started because. Um, Ndombele has played an insane amount of games. I think he started like 13 Premier League games in a row or something they said in the commentary. Um, so I think it's good to have another option there. I really, really do. I think it's going to be a huge asset for us. T, did you like the fact that he was uh, like dishing out blankets willy-nilly on the touchline? Uh, Love, the that. I, I, I Love that. There isn't a man who's more covered up in, in that moment. And it, I yeah. like the fact that he offered it to Bale. And Bale was like, no. And then he offered it to Kane and went, yeah, go on. Then. I'll, have, I'll, have a little, <laughs> I'll have a little blanket. I love his eccentricities as well. I mean, he even plays a bit herky-jerky and even as a person, he seems a bit kind of, you know, like Sandro used to be, just, you know, kind of off the wall. Yeah, um, that's exactly what it is. The, the Lo Celso thing, um, I think in the summer, there's going to be at least one player too many for that position, so someone's going to have to go. I think, as Billy says, um, Lo Celso's versatility helps. He can play deeper alongside Hoybier or he could play in a three behind Kane. So he, he'll be an asset, but... It's very crowded in that position. Uh, it's a nice problem to have. Indeed it is. Uh, as you know, uh, the Fighting Cocky is sponsored by William Hill. and We thank them for it. Um, three week, four, four weeks ago, maybe, I, I, I put out a request to William Hill and I said, can you give me 10 goals a season, uh, 10 goals for the rest of the season, Premier League, Premier League goals for, for Gareth Bale? And they came back and went, but well, he scored one goal. We'll give you 40 to 1. And I was like, Ooh. yeah, all day. I'll have that. Although I didn't. And now you know you've got to put, now you've got to put £35.50 on it as well. Well, right. <laughs> Pick your future, you've got to bet some money on these things, Flav. Yeah, but I, I'm not actually like, I, I, I'm not that guy. I, I can't, I'm rubbish at betting. I'm really rubbish. So, so this is this is a perfect we need, we need example. To find, we need to find a betting person. Yeah, yeah. Find a better, better, find a better person. But um, so so I, I you know for, throughout my life I've I've had a horrendous run of luck of uh, betting on stuff and uh, never made any money. But I you know I went to William Hill and I said, could Gareth Bale score ten Premier League goals this season? After the game against Evan, and they said, yeah, he could, but we're going to give you forty one to 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 make that happen. And uh, I didn't, I didn't put the money on, and he scored since then six goals. And currently, if you if you want to back Gareth Bale to score ten Premier League goals this season, get evens, evens. It's not good enough, is it, Bill? But that's it's it's gone basically it's, yeah it's basically free money though isn't it because he's definitely going to score ten now I think so if you put thirty five pound fifty on that you're going to get another thirty five pound fifty profit back so happy days free money free money Harry Kane hasn't won a uh, a player of the season amongst the Tottenham Hotspur support for four years he's won it once in five years um, which is a disgrace isn't it T? Yeah, we're just just taking for granted. We've got to start a campaign to to fix this. Yeah, it's madness. But uh, William Hill give him eight to one to be Player of the Year this season. It can't be anything else other than that. Like for him, PFA for... though, PFA Player of the Year, not Tottenham Player of the Year. Yeah, PFA, PFA Player Player of the Year. But it, 
it can't be that he he can't be considered like legitimately. Like if he doesn't get the player of the year this season for the, for the PFL, is it PFL? PFA. PFA. Player of the year. Then um, then that that's that, that, that's crazy, isn't it? Because he's, he's. I believe this... that I believe that one's already been voted for from December. So you got to bear that in mind. So there is no. The, the players put their votes in from December. It's the Players Football Association. So the players put their votes in from early doors. So, yeah, it's already been decided. Yeah, well, fuck those players. <laughs> I'd say, like, if if he doesn't get the result this year, and even before then, if it was December or whatever it was you said, then he should be in contention. Like, Absolutely. Do you think he's getting a little bit like hated on? Billy a little bit because you know there was this sort of uh, ESPN put out a uh, a list of players that had reached 100 goals compared to the amount of games they played and they didn't include Harry Kane who did it quicker than Erling Haaland so Erling Haaland done uh, was it 100 goals in 144 games Harry Kane was 141 was he I think yeah 141 and then he got Messi uh, Ronaldo all the rest of them do you think there's like a disrespect for Harry Kane because of the way he talks, I, I, Billy? I, I do think that. And I think, you know, at the moment, it's just he's absolutely ridiculous at the moment. At the moment, he's a top assister in the league and he's only six assists away from matching Henri's all-time Premier League record of 19 assists in a season with, what, 11 or 12 games to go. Um, he's second top scorer in the league and you'd back him easily to finish top scorer by the end of the season. Um, it's just absolutely insane. Like, in, I think it was 2017, he was a prolific goal scorer and he's totally changed his game and now he's adding assists to that and he could actually break the all-time Premier League assist record this season. Uh, you just can't say enough about the man. I think it's weird that England, the England captain is like a model... Model pro, like you could not, you'll never find a negative story about him in the press. He'll never put a foot wrong. He'll never go for a drink or anything like that. He's an absolute model pro. Why isn't he a national hero? I don't understand it. Like he, this guy should be an absolute national hero. He's like the best player England have. He'll probably end up England's record goal scorer. He'll end up, he has a chance of ending up the Premier League record goal scorer. This man is a god among men. I don't understand how anyone can't see that, to be honest. No, no, completely agree. T, you got anything to add? No, I completely agree. I, I saw the tweet you were on about, and it was odd that he was left out. Um, it was left out because uh, he 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 <laughs> he was better. He's better than uh, uh, Erling Haaland. Like he didn't do it as early as Haaland has done in his career, but he's left out because yeah. he bettered his 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 results. He's tally. I think uh, Mourinho's. I think, I'm sorry. I think on, um. Bill. I think Mourinho's been here for 53 games. In that time, Kane's got 51 goals and assists. It's just it's mental. Like it's absolutely like his numbers are just insane. It is indeed uh, eight to one uh, for the pr- player of the year PFA player of the year eight to one if you fancy it um, for if you fancy betting on um, Kane and Son in combined partnership to get to twenty this season William Mill are offering a six to four it just feels... sound right. Six to four, but, but if it, it, it like, could you can you like even get your head around the fact that you know we've still got like a um, a you know a quarter of the way of the season to go. Harry Kane and Hummin Son have already broken a record. I think it was Lampard and Drogba, is that right? But um, yeah, they've they've done it with ease. 
you know, again, are, are we getting? Are, are the players getting the, the 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 respect that they deserve? It just it, I go on to... just feel that whenever Spurs players get any credit, it's always caveated with a trophy. Um, I believe that Kane might be ten goals off Henri, ten or fifteen goals off Henri's total. The Premier League season, all that's in the reply is trophies, 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 you know, and um, it is weird. I mean, um, sometimes I listen to, you know, general football content and not just um, Spurs only. And um, even when I talk about Spurs players, I always just brace myself for our players to get caned. But I think even people who hate Kane loads have to accept that, you know, he's, a, he's you know, a generational talent. Absolutely is. I mean, he's not flashy. He's got all the tattoos and he's not doing, you know, he's not, not Megan plays. He's just consistent, you know. Um, but I think all we can do is worry about, you know, just kind of give him his flowers as Spurs fans as much as we can. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we asked William Neal whether or not uh, Jose Mourinho was lined up to be the next manager sacked at Tottenham. At the time, it was like two to one or might even been evens. Uh, our recent form has changed the betting odds considerably. Uh, Jose Emilio currently is one a one to eight shot to see out the season. So you have to put eight pound on to win one. That's how convinced that the bookies are that he will remain our our manager towards the end of the season. It like where are you at, both of you, Billy? Where where are you at for like what, what Jose Emilio could do for us? He, you know, would. You, you know, keeping him here is that is that the right thing? Should we, if the opportunity of someone like Nagelsmann would, would to come in, is that a good thing, or should we just stick with the guy who's done what we've done so far? I think I think we were in a uh, as I said before, we were in a period about a month ago where Jose was making a lot of errors. He was um, he was picking players that were in dreadfully short of confidence. He was sort of frozen out Deli Ali and Bale. Um, and at the, the time, I was thinking, you know, this is going to end badly. He's got to go. This is not going to. It's not going to turn this around. But he seems to have like swallowed his pride. And I think it came down to the fact that literally, as you know, as you mentioned, he was very short odds to be the next manager sacked. And I think it came down to the fact that his job was literally on the line. I think there was reports at the time, uh, three games ago, that you know the next four Premier League games are going to dictate if he stays at Tottenham. And since then, I think Toby. Bjordavar has played every game. Gareth Bale has started every game. Um, we look a totally different side, and um, I think it's all fallen into place at the right time. So you know, I'm, I think he's learned from his mistakes. Hopefully, he's sort of swallowed his pride. He's bought Delhi in. He's bought Bale in. He's bought Toby in, um, and we're finally seeing the results that he should be getting. So you know, I'm happy to back him while he's while he's while we continue like this. Yeah, we, I'm happy to happy to back him when he's doing well, hundred percent. When he's doing shit, I'll jump on him. Same. That's the Tottenham way, isn't it? That's the Tottenham way. <laughs> this is what it is. You, you manage our football club, we're going to jump on you. That, that fucking do uh, good or fuck off. I think we keep Jose. And I actually think Nogginson may go to Liverpool now that they're kind of shit in the bed. And I'd find that quite amusing because I'm just a bit, you know, a bit sadistic like that. Can you, can you see a, a world where, where, you know, Jose takes us forward into the next couple of seasons? He stays manager maybe two or three years more than what we, we, we've experienced so far and just builds? It's, abso- it's absolutely possible. I mean, there's a lot of short-termism and with COVID, everything seems, timelines are a bit weird, but within a month, he could, if he beats Arsenal, we've got Man United in, in a month from now, 
if we win that, I mean, we'd be walking on water at that point. So a lot could happen. Can definitely be our manager next season and the season beyond that. Because I actually think he feels a bit comfortable here, but it's, I think with no fans, it's very precarious because, you know, you lose six home games in a row and your job could be under threat, as Jürgen Klopp is finding. Well, we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago, didn't we? We said that if, if we can win the next three league games and the game against Wolfsburger, the con- entire feeling around the football club will be exactly, you know, it'll be, it'll be positive. It'll be exactly where we want it to be. And, and I kind of feel like that's, that's where we're at. Like we won, we won the games. We're going into the North London derby at the weekend, thinking we could do them. Like if, if Gareth Bale is playing, can they cope with him? They have to. On, on top of that, they have to cope with Harry Kane. They've got to cope with Huminson, who destroyed them at White Hart Lane. Like why? Like given the fact that we we've delivered the results, why can't we go into that game against Arsenal and just think we can do them? And I think as well that we, we not not only did we win the games, um, we actually, uh, in, other than the Fulham game, and Fulham have shown they're a decent side in the last two games, you know, they just beat Liverpool at the weekend. Um, the manner of the victories as well is a huge positive for all Spurs fans. We're going into the, you know, the Zagreb game and the Arsenal game full of confidence. And I think, you know, having Bale back in this kind of fashion is it's just a huge lift for us all. So I think, you know, fair play to Marino. It seems to be, seems to be finally on the right track again. So it's, I think it's a huge buzz for everyone. I think that's the right attitude, isn't it? it? Like fair play, like fair play. You've done it, regardless of what, whatever happens, or, or or how well we play, or the reasons why we're playing. Whether it's Bale coming back or Reguilon being fit again, it's ultimately down to um, Jose Mourinho. Because if, if if Jose Mourinho wasn't in charge and Pochettino was, then we'd be giving credit to Pochettino. We would. So I think fair play to Jose Mourinho right now. I really do. Uh, T, before we uh, go on to the quiz, is there anything else you want to say about Tottenham Hotspur right now? If we get La Salsa and Aurier back for the Arsenal game, that'd be a massive boost. Aurier is massive, as well. Aurier gonna, get... I mean, so Doherty actually played quite well yesterday. Um, he got a lot of stick for the Fulham game, as a lot of players did, and Doherty did all right. But if you get La Salsa and Aurier back for that game as well, it'd be a lovely boost for the squad. And... That game scares me a bit because I think we can do them by two or three goals on Sunday. But conversely, they could probably do us by that too. So it's an exciting game for the neutral, not for nervous Spurs fans or nervous is, Arsenal fans. It is indeed. So uh, let's go to the world's hardest Tottenham Hotspur quiz and bring back Connor and Ben. Hello. Back to get quizzical. Quizzical. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How you doing, boys? Yeah, good. You right? Yeah, I'm. I'm fantastic. I, I, I'm not the one under pressure here. Connor's <laughs> under pressure. Ben, Ben, he, he's come in, and uh, you know, he, he, he's he's been very sort of subtle and calm about it but I feel like you want to beat Connor right? Oh yeah mate 100% 100% Okay Good luck to him Just a quick one I can't hear anything Connor's saying when he's talking You you can't 
Probably for the best bench. Have to hang up and come back in. That's well, what happens when you go on there, people. Yeah. Uh, well, I tell you what, let's just sort of run with it. And I'll, Ben, I'll, I'll give yeah, you your questions. Um, let's start with um, with Connor. Yes. Uh, your first question is, who is the only player in the Premier League era to have scored for both teams in North London derby? Emmanuel Adebayor. Is correct. Ben, the last North London derby at Water Lane was a 2-0 win. Who scored the goals? Deli Ali. Yes. And Harry Kane. It's correct. That's one all. Uh, number two for you, Connor. This fixture holds the Premier League record for the highest attendance in a single match. 83,202 supporters. It was at Wembley in 2018. What was the score that day? 1-1. No, it's 1-0. Oh, yes, it was the Harry Kane one. Ben, how long was our winless streak against Arsenal? So this is from 1999 to 2008. How many games? Yeah, how many games were you know was our win the streak against Arsenal? 2019, sorry, 1999 to 2008. Eleven. Twenty-one. Fuck. See what's the score. I've not been keeping count. I'm so bad. I know Connor got one wrong, and I think Ben did too. Yes. Question you on. Question three. Yeah, we're on three, so it must be one all. I said one all. Is that right? (laughs) Fuck's sake. Uh, Who has more? This view, Connor. Who has more North London uh, North North London derby goals? Gareth Bale or Ian Wright? Ian Wright. It's incorrect. Gareth Bale oh. has more goals. He's got five, and Ian Wright has four. Connor, you've got one, and oh, Ben, wow. you've got one as well. This is your third question. Who has more North London goals in all competitions, Defoe or Keane for Tottenham? Defoe. Is incorrect. Defoe oh. has one. Kane, uh, Keane has three. Still one all. Uh, number four for you, Connor. How many goals have we scored against the scum in the Premier League? Oh, wow. You can, you can get five either way. Right. How many um, goals have we scored against the scum in the Premier League? Five either way. It's so one all currently. I'll say 45. It's incorrect. 71 is the correct answer. Jesus, well off. You're in trouble here, mate. Yeah, it looks like it. Looks it's, like it. It could, it could be going to a, a, a tiebreaker by the looks of it. Uh, number four for you, to, uh, Ben. Um, how many goals have we conceded against the scum in the Premier League? Oh, uh... You can get five either way. 91. Are you fucking kidding me? What? Have you made that up? Yeah, you should talk me in. We've conceded 90 goals against them. 
It's amazing. <laughs> that, Jesus. that is amazing. Connor, you've got to get Connor's this on the ropes. Yeah, you yeah. are on the ropes. You're you, you're battered, basically. Get this right or wrong. Get it right. You, you're you know you're in a good position. Get it wrong. You're fucked, Connor. Here's yep. the question. Number five. The most appearances for a Spurs player in the North London derby is 31. Two players hold the record. Can you name one of them? This was pre-Premier League era, so before the Premier League. The most appearances for a Spurs player in the North London derby is 31. Two players Pre- hold the record. Can you hold... Steve, per- Steve Perryman. Is correct. It's, Educate, yes, that. It's too... Uh, yeah, well, fair enough. Right. Ben, if you get this right, you're back on next week. We lost 5-4 to Arsenal in 2004 in 2004 in a game which had nine different goal scorers. Can you name two of Spurs' four goal scorers? Oh, wow. You was it? What'd you say? What year was it, sorry? 2004. We lost 5-4 to um, Arsenal at White Hart Lane in 2004 in a game which had nine different goal scorers. Can you name two of uh, of Spurs' four goal scorers? Amy Redknapp? It's incorrect. You've got... You, you've, got you've got ten seconds. Ten seconds. Made the foe? Nine. The foe is correct. Eight. Seven. Six. Five, uh, four, no, four, three, two, that a tie one. No, it's not a tiebreaker. It's incorrect. It's two all, isn't it? Hang on, he said. I think he said Ledley King, didn't he? Yeah, right in. I, I'm not going to take that. I'm not going to take it. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I didn't. I didn't hear Ledley King. I spoke over it. Well done, T. All right, so he doesn't get it. So now it goes to the tiebreaker. Sorry, mate. Yeah. That's a let off there, mate. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. This is the way we record the podcast. T did talk over me. I'm not sure. We're not sure. We're going to the tiebreaker. Uh, taking it in turns, can you name the last 16 individual Spurs goal, goal scorers in the North London Derby dating back to the 3-2 win against them? in 2010 taking it in turns can you name the last 16 individual Spurs goal scorers in the North London Derby taking it back to 3-2 winning against them in 2010 so who are the players that scored against Spurs Connor as the reigning champ and the beneficiary of the technical hiccup that we've just had you have to go first so did you say for us or against us? No, against uh, no. For us, for us, the, the Spurs players. Right, Eunice Cabal is correct. Ben, what did he say? He said Cabal. Ben, you got to name another player. We scored. We, we scored against Arsenal. Van der Bart. It's correct. Harry Kane. It's correct. Gareth Bale. It's correct. Hyung Min Son. It's correct. Eli Ali. It's correct. 
Toby out of Vireld. It's correct. Toby out of Vireld. Have we had that? I've literally just said it. Can't hear what he's saying. He's answered. Oh, of course. He can't hear. Uh, uh well, uh, shit. Oh, I think let him have it again. Let him have it again. I'll, I'll, I'll let him have it but again. But you can't hear what you said. So this is all fucked, isn't it? <laughs> this is fuck. This is this is the fighting god podcast. Like live and breathe. <laughs> this is the fighting god podcast. I'll tell you what we do. We'll do it again next week. Because <laughs> we can't. We can't. Same questions, though. No, not the same questions, Connor. <laughs> uh. We'll, we'll, ben, we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out next week so that you can hear. That's good, mate. It kind of uh, was it good. I don't know, I'm sure it was. Uh, Billy, I was on mute. you can never just repeat it as answers for him. Thank you, T. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, I can't do anything about it right now. But uh, that <laughs> to, for the first time since we started this, there has been no winner. Uh, there was a lot of controversy, and uh, it's over. We are where we are. Both of them will be back next week. We'll, we'll sort out our audio issues. And, um, yeah, this has uh, been an anticlimactic way to end the Fighting Cop podcast. Billy, you're a legend, mate. Thank you very much, mate. I just wanted to end uh, in true Lucas Mora style with quiz, 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 quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, Ben, you're a legend. So uh, let's do this again next week. Because that, that has been a fucking absolute... It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel turn Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.